When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. All right. Hello. Hi. Can you, can you hear me just fine? Yeah, can you hear you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Sweet. Hello, Perfect. hello. Hello. How was oh, the uh, four-hour marathon with bloody bits. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> it was four hours. It was. I. I oh shit! It really was, was four hours. No, it really was. We started at noon. Okay. I was. Uh, I was like, that's gonna give me plenty of time. No worries. Uh, and then I'm like, oh shit! It's four. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm starting to realize, y'all, it's probably me. What? Uh, well, no. you think about it. Like the grind bin used to be like an hour and a half. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then old was Bobby joined the show, and now this shit's three hours every week. <laughs> I go on Bloody Bits, it's a four-hour marathon. It's a strap-in, is what I'm you, saying. You know what? Uh, the the go-to for me is blame it on Candace. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Yobo told me to blame him, but I was like, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was funny is at the end, everyone's like, so where else can people hear you right now? And uh, I, everybody plugged everything I learned from movies. Yay! <laughs> Because everyone had done a recent episode or about to do an episode. So I was like, well, you can catch me on everything I learned from movies. The plan is working. <laughs> like my co-host always says, it's about quantity, not quality. That's right. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife. <laughs> but man, speaking of my wife, Mary was psyched that we were talking about Shockma. Oh, does she want to come on? No. <laughs> uh, she's at work um, uh, but when she's like what movies are you talking about today and i told her shock but she was like yes finally she's a shockma fan uh she is um we uh we discovered it simultaneously Ooh. yeah i guess i'll save that for the episode <laughs> excellent excellent well maybe you got everything uh, you got your, yeah. your your beverage and everything ready bobby yeah, actually, I'm I'm actually drinking a, a, an alcoholic beverage for you guys. I'm, I'm always like, well, I got nothing. I got a rock. <laughs> I got a rock. rock. <laughs> it's all about how you say it, I guess. <laughs> Look, some people, uh, some people do crack cocaine on the show. Some people drink beer. It's up to your. It's up to you. Oh man, yeah. that's a new twist on the show. So what kind of drugs uh, are you doing? <laughs> which interview was that no okay, we had a video hustle we had a little uh oh they were smoking crack no no they were uh, weed smollying though that's yeah, true we've had, a, we've had a few with gummies and whatnot so <laughs> 
And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. <sighs> we are continuing April. <laughs> oh, with 1990s Shakma. Oh my God, I love this movie. I will forever be grateful to Drew, who told us we needed to see this movie and was shocked and appalled we hadn't. And then as soon as I saw it, I was shocked and appalled we hadn't seen it. Oh, you mean Drew from the Real Feels podcast? <gasps> Yes, that's the Drew. Oh, He's well. the realist and the feelist. Yeah, so, <laughs> babe, we're not alone for this one either. What? That's right. We have another special guest. Is it Drew? Uh, no, no, it's Bobby from the Grand Bid Podcast. Bobby! Welcome, Bobby. Yes, I am back. And I got my monkey costume on. I'm so excited to be talking about Shaka. He looks like a baboon. He's so furry. <laughs> got my ass out and everything. Yeah, say yeah. it's very quite red. Have you been tanning or <laughs> absolutely specifically? <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to match the hair. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's see. Before we get started, oh. I believe we're all very sober considering this movie. Oh. Indeed. Do you have anything for us to drink? Uh actually. <laughs> I do from uh Bombastic Brewing in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was my shaggy shakma. I don't know. But uh we have from Bombastic Brewing. Murder. <laughs> yes, in honor of this movie. It's a murder. Ooh, an imperial stout with cacao nibs or cocoa nibs. I don't know. Yeah, I guess cocoa. Cacao. Uh, cacao. Uh, <laughs> vanilla, cinnamon, 
ancho chilies and cayenne peppers Ooh. our take on a mexican chocolate stout has a spicy backbone built from ancho chilies and cayenne peppers with vanilla guys I already run over this okay to balance the heat and a dash of cinnamon to round it out okay oh my what's <laughs> the abv on this puppy Ooh, it is 10.5 percent <laughs> hell yeah all right boom all right and of course on the cover we have a a couple of I don't know. Crows. Yeah. They're crows. It's a murder of crows, babe. Investigating yeah. yes. a murder. Oh, oh, they're investigating. Okay, they're investigating because they look kind of shady standing over the it's, body of a stabbed crow. It's a crow with a knife in his chest and two crows doing a murder investigation. Mm. Now let's do our own murder investigation. Pop that top. Indeed. And uh, my top? My murder investigation top. Nice. Whoa. Oh, oh, we got to. Of course. Oh, happens a lot to people. Babe, oh. it's all your fault you're the one that cleaned the blanket <laughs> i did i washed i washed the couch blanket it no longer smells like farts and cats and now it's gonna smell like ancho chilies and cinnamon bombastic <laughs> mm, bombastic it's gonna smell like murder <laughs> luckily i got most of it in my hand mm. i'm gonna make a recommendation here don't lick this beer out of your hand <laughs> when's the last time you pet a cat ah, <laughs> this is my nightmare <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a, a, a very uh, prevalent khaki colored head with lots of medium sized bubbles. Medium sized bubbles make me happy. Yeah, ooh, it, you get the chocolate notes right off the, right off the bat. Mm. A little of the vanilla. Like it smells a little sweet and um, at the same time a little dry. Like you get some of the roasty notes. Steve's yeah. done in for the sip. After this, yeah, of course, hit you up with the, the chocolatey kind of mouth-forward sweetness up front, but then uh, mm. yeah, you get a little bit you of the burn that, from the uh, chilies and stuff. You definitely get the cinnamon and vanilla right on the up front as yeah. well. Make, make it's nice definitely like Mexican hot chocolate up front, and then just a little bit of burn. Like my mouth isn't completely on fire, but I know it's there. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah, that's pretty good. Bobby, are you sober tonight? Uh, I'm about to not be. I actually, for once, my first time. On every other oh. movies, I, I'm going to partake in an alcoholic beverage. I don't do this very often, but I have. Uh, I'm going to play with my can for you guys here. I uh, hey, got something from the Anderson Valley Brewing Company in Boonville, California. It's a oh. salted caramel porter. Oh, oh you son nice. of a bitch! That's one of my favorite breweries and one of my favorite kind of beers. Look at this! You know all about it. Uh, <laughs> so let's go ahead and uh, my top. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that sounds right. This smells right up my alley. I'm a dessert beer kind of guy. I like I like when you throw all the, the ice cream toppings in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's delicious. I see why you like this one so much. That is, wow. Yeah, that is very much a dessert drink. <laughs> You're quite sweet up front. <laughs> very. Well, and, and, uh, but that's, that's, that's exactly my kind of stuff, though. So I'm uh, very happy with this decision. It's a 9.5, so I won't quite get where you guys are going. but. Uh, but, but I'll be waving to you from not far behind. You're you're <laughs> right there with us. I I consider pretty much anything over eight and a half. Uh, you know, a good solid will get you there quick. Beverage. Uh, speaking of getting you there quick, <laughs> Shakma. Shakma. Now there's someone who likes to get there quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited! I love this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, so is we... this a first time watch for you guys? Uh, in accordance uh, with it... your uh, recommendation that you got. 
it was last year when yes. Drew had mentioned it and we're like, oh, I think I seen the cover for this like back in the VHS days or whatever. Like second round of lockdowns. We were like, oh man, we're running out of monkey movies to watch that we can find. And Drew, and Drew was, was like, like, oh no. And, and, well, and Drew was like, oh, so I see you guys been watching some Roddy McDowell movies. Have you seen Shockma? I was like, hold on. What? <laughs> and on that note, Steve, who's in this movie? <laughs> well, first, uh, Bobby, uh, it had is this your first time watching uh it's a second time watch for me my first time was 10 years ago or so i want to say uh i was laid up with an injury for a little while i had hurt myself at work and uh so i couldn't go anywhere i had the immobility boot on my foot oh. and uh and my now wife mary and i played a little netflix roulette <laughs> nice. which was a, a service they used to have i think they still have it kind of covertly on their website now where you click on a hyperlink that says watch something yeah, it'll and, give you uh, one of their Netflix shows. Yeah, we've we've tried. Oh, it only shows ones. their Netflix shows. That's interesting. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the ten years ago, if you it was a different like uh, URL you typed in. It was like roulette.netflix or something like that, and uh, it would randomly just pick something, anything at all, from their entire library of movies or TV shows or anything. Just if it was on the site, it would just spin the wheel and whatever it lands on. And we got some kind of movie called Shakma, and. Uh, we we loved it when we watched it 10 years ago Ooh, uh, we were, still love it mm, yeah <laughs> I, that was not to imply that i don't love it now I, I was just uh we were very excited about it so when my wife heard that i was going to be coming on the show talking about this she she audibly reacted <laughs> she's like oh yes shock well we know it well <laughs> excellent oh yeah uh, but as izzy was alluding to from directors uh first one hugh parks who's he steve Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, apparently, he directed Deadly Innocence, Dream Trap, not quite Mind Trap, this, King's Ransom, and Vampire Wars. Ooh. And, and see any of we those need to hunt some of those down. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I want to see Vampire Wars. But co director Tom Logan. Who's he, Steve? Uh, well, he helped out with Dream Trap and this, and then the 1995 and 1996 Miss North America pageant. Ooh. <laughs> uh, a show called Smooth Operator and a bunch of TV stuff like The Neon Tiki Tribe, Bloodhounds Incorporated, Careers in TV, <laughs> and some behind the scenes TV stuff. Um, apparently, he has something in post production called The Farm, which is a serial killer movie starring Tracy Lords. Oh. oh, so people are buying The Farm in that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and written by Roger Engel. Who's he, Steve? Well, you might have heard his name because he wrote this. Oh, I know him from that. I knew I knew him from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, and frankly, that's it. One and done. Hmm. Wait, what else was there to say? <laughs> yeah, he said, you know, this is my magnum opus and I'm out. Yeah. Did he completely disappear like Mark Gregory from, <laughs> uh, from, from was it Escape the Bronx? Yeah. From Bronx Wars and Escape the Bronx. By the way, Mark Gregory, they finally found it. <gasps> they did? There's an update? There is an update. I put it in uh, my TV shows, my TV shows, my podcast's uh, Discord. I dropped a link in there a while back. Uh, <gasps> but we finally tracked down whatever happened to him. He's been uh, He's been no longer with us since 2013, but he was living in Italy. And oh. like doing weird paintings. Nice. Well, I'm glad he got to live his like best life. I hope he was living his best life. 
So Shakma. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and read the article. I'm not going to get into the details, but <laughs> and if you have no idea what we're talking about, you can find that episode on the Grind Bin. I believe we we just listened to him as episode like 49 and 119 or something like that. And talk absolutely, about Bronx Warriors uh, and uh, Escape from the Bronx. Bronx Warriors was actually what brought me to the Grind Bin. <gasps> yeah. Oh my! If you, if you listen to that, you hear you hear me call in to introduce the the movie that I picked long exactly. before I was on the show. Back, back when it was just Baby Bobby. That's right. <laughs> I had so much hope in my voice back then. Yeah, you wanted to drive the van. <laughs> I did. <laughs> now I can't get rid of it. <laughs> A bunch of our listeners are like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, but in this movie, we have Christopher Atkins as Sam. Obviously, a uh, hidden son of Scott Atkins. Uh, Tom Atkins? <laughs> or Tom Atkins, that's it. <laughs> no, he'd Sorry. be the father of Scott Atkins. I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might know him from uh, Blue Lagoon and the Pirate movie. Those were the, the two <laughs> big ones on my own. <laughs> and this was a mere, what, 10 years later? <laughs> uh, Amanda Wiss as Tracy. I know her real well. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh that's right she's a uh, uh was it the third or wait was it the first friday the 13th no 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 or, she is Tina from the very first nightmare on elm street she's the first person freddie ever killed in those movies oh he's the one who famously gets dragged across the ceiling oh Ooh. nice <laughs> uh we have uh ari myers as kim or the the princess i have in my notes for most of the movie <laughs> uh of course uh, everything I learned from movies, all-star Roddy McDowell as Sorensen. Yes, I love Roddy McDowell. Not just from all the Planet of the Apes movies, but he was also in that Jungle Book movie we did last year. Yes! It's funny, uh, Roddy McDowell, legit actor, has been in so many hey, what's he doing here roles that I think it's, we've got it backwards. I think when he's in a, when he's in a respectable movie, you should be like, hey, what's he doing here? <laughs> It, uh, yeah, uh, hey, famous for Fright Night. He's oh, yeah. the guy on TV, guys. That's right. Absolutely. He's also in like three of those Planet of the Apes movies, playing different apes. Oh, he plays Cornelius in like most of them. Mm-hmm. Caesar in another one. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does play Caesar. They keep bringing him back and just being like, he's a different ape now. Because he's just so good. Like father, like son. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, other one I've written down is Rob Edward Morris as Gary. Oh, Gary. It was every time the Black Ranger a couple times. In my notes. I made that observation too. I was like, this guy looks exactly like like the Black Ranger from the Power Ranger. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we watched this on Tubi. Did you uh, watch this on your Blu-ray version of it, or <laughs> you'd expect it? But no, I, I watched this one on the Blood Bank. Oh, what's the Blood is, Bank? Uh, well, our friends at the Bloody Bits Horror Show have a little something called the Blood Bank that you gain access to if you follow them on Patreon. But uh, you're going to talk to those guys about that. <laughs> and you'll hear them all throughout this month. <laughs> That's uh, patreon.com slash bloodybits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so on Tubi, um, we get exterior of the lone location of this movie, which is a nice little seven-story, I don't know, brick building uh uh, like it looks like a book depository or something i don't know yeah it's supposed to be a university building and it is a believable university building (laughs) yeah Uh, but we start out in something i've yet to find in my my collegiate career uh, a surgery auditorium but it pops up in movies all the time i love those 
<laughs> it's like we only have seating for about 100 people but uh who wants to see us do brain surgery in here <laughs> did you guys see where they did film this though no where did they film it universal studios florida nice oh, so is that the tower of terror <laughs> it might be <laughs> Oh, oh shit they do a little drop thing all of a sudden a, a little shock mud jumps up in front of them. oh what the hell but you're moving too fast like what was that did i do did i dream that so apparently you know eagle-eyed viewers can catch the tram going by oh I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so we see a little uh little brain surgery action going on uh somebody's gets a piece of skull cut out and then gets injected with something and uh a big old reanimator syringe. Oh yeah, I, I was expecting it to be like growing green, glowing green or whatever in there, but not quite. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the assistants asking the doctor, "Hey, so uh, what about that game tonight?" And I'm like, "What? <laughs> Shut up! You're in surgery, dude." <laughs> Eyes on the prize. <laughs> uh, but we find out what the game is. Um, Apparently, it's a live-action role-play D&D game that these college students are doing in the building using walkie-talkies. Yeah. Like, this is wild. Like, the, the, the fact that they're walking around ostensibly a, a medical building after hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it just put on warping in the teacher. hallways. The teacher is is their ga- their dungeon master, Roddy McDowell. And then, uh, yeah, they got, like, they got the computer guys on it. They got walkie-talkies. So that means they got, like, the tech club, like, in on it. This... This legit seems like a super fun game. This is like oh, yeah. an escape room before escape rooms existed. And it was wild to watch, like, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a surgery and the, and, uh, and the guy keeps going, hey, uh, Doc, are you going to be part of the game tonight? He's like, do you mind? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm doing brain surgery on one of our apes. Do you know how expensive these are? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. They're more expensive than you. <laughs> <laughs> Your tuition does not cover this animal. <laughs> I'd be more upset if I lost the ape. and they're uh they're they're putting a chemical directly into his brain that will either make him much less aggressive or much more aggressive yeah they don't know which what's a hell of a dice roll isn't it right (laughs) like not exactly a 20-sided that's for sure my my whole thing's just like did you want to practice this on like a hamster Something yeah. you could, like, guys, my general rule is if you're going to inject something that could make an animal more powerful and or aggressive, make it something you can drop kick. <laughs> I've always said <laughs> that's, like, that's just, like, basic horror movie survival roles. <laughs> like, how fast are guinea pigs? <laughs> <laughs> my guess is not very. I mean, they, they have a decent, like, sprint, but... You, you can outpace them. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we get some exposition about the game. I was like, yeah, we're using these walkie-talkies and there's trackers in everybody's pocket and blah, blah, blah. So it's all it's all on the up and up. And we get a lot of this from uh, <laughs> this guy who looks like Fisher Stevens. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? But he has like the creepiest, like, I don't know, he's just like, oh, they'll have the trackers on him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like he's a, creeper like stevens Fisher stevens dressed up as tommy chong yeah this guy would fit 100 like right in with one of the cast of one of the like trucker movies the trucker movies like any of those like tr- like 60s trucker movies okay you, you don't think he's got that like uh, 10 for good buddy right uh... you, you... okay i don't know 
Yes, and. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, oh yeah, so we meet Sam, who's, uh, you know, the, the, the blonde guy, so he's going to be the hero of the show, um, and his engineering girlfriend, and they're discussing, I, I don't know, family roles or something like that like well you're gonna be like you know taking care of me when i'm a doctor and you're you know the housewife and stuff like that. she's like I, i'm an engineer dude like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right they were playing with rats or something like that too weren't they yeah they're in the uh the the animal lab where they keep all the lab animals there's like a chimpanzee in the background there's a couple of cats yep. yeah there's like a bunch of rats and they bring in the, the patient for the brain surgery, and it's Shakma. Oh man, I was training that monkey. <laughs> yep, and yeah, we got the whole thing about oh yeah, this uh this injection will either inhibit his aggression or it won't. We'll find out. And then smash cut to Shakma going berserk. And well, no, no, no. They like they babble like over this monkey's unconscious car- carcass for way too long. They should have loaded that that animal into a cage, locked it up then gone back to their conversation anybody who's even had a cat spade knows animals don't come out of anesthesia like totally dopey they well they they might be they're, there's only two reactions they're either total love bugs or they're ready to rip anyone's face off much yeah, like me that's... coming out of anesthesia babe yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they yeah shockman goes nuts and like claws a couple arms and stuff while he's like strapped to the table but Eventually, they end up like sedating him again, and the uh, and we then cut to uh, Gary, who's outside in the hallway with the alarm going off, and he's you know trying to run some game on a girl, and she's like, uh, "Does that alarm mean something?" Or does that bother you? Like, oh, hold on, just a second. <laughs> Flips the switch, turns off the alarm. Yep. <laughs> I'll come back and play later, guys. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Sam asks about the game and. Uh, I, I guess he's like distracted or whatever and like I, he grabs like the wrong medication or like like he's supposed to be like putting down shock mud yeah, he's supposed I think he to euthanize the... him and but instead he just grabs more tranquilizer yeah <laughs> which it does, doesn't tranquilize or makes him more aggressive yeah i don't know whatever well it, it knocks him out for another few hours because everybody thinks he's shock dead oh yeah yeah i guess yeah he's kind of down like everyone just leaves him that way yeah, well, because uh, the our the jock is ready to like toss him in the incinerator, and uh, Roddy McDowell comes in and is like, "Oh no, never mind. Hold on, I need. I'm gonna do an autopsy and see if the drug worked. Like, what the drug really did to him. What is today? Uh, tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah, I'll still come in. Just leave him here in front of the incinerator. I'll take care of it. Yeah. And they leave Shakma on the table in front of the incinerator. <laughs> yeah the uh jock guy his name's richard uh and we also meet in- instantly meet his girlfriend laura who just kind of shows up and is like hey so ready to you hey, know baby, get you down this weekend He's like uh i don't know babe i'm gonna be late because i'm helping out the professor and i really need this time to like you know kiss his butt or something to get you know g- get in the program what uh, am i supposed to do well start without me uh, I only have so much bubble gum. So you have like three hours. <laughs> well, yeah. And then and then Richard's little sister shows up, and my first question is, how old is she? Yeah, yeah, it's real hard to gauge. Because I, I I looked it up. The actress playing her is 20. 
but she looks like 14. And for anybody who has not seen it, no, no, she totally does. There would be accurate. Yeah, she and she totally looks like um, DJ from Full House. I thought it was DJ from Full House. Uh, It's a mix of that and Topanga from Boy Meets World. Yes. Oh, there we go. Especially later when she gets all the, I don't know, midsummer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that happens. Great. She dresses as a maypole. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the little, the little sister she shows up though and goes like i'm gonna be the princess and i'm gonna wait in the tower and blah 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 <laughs> oh yeah she even crush on you gary well but uh no it's a uh, uh sam sam, sam. i have yeah, a big yeah. crush on you sam i know you have a girlfriend but i'm gonna wear like basically a bathing suit with ribbons hanging off of it yeah yeah she, she even says like how old do you think i am and i'm like that's a great question that is a very good question because <laughs> you look like jailbait, my dear. So everybody else in the show looks like they're in their late twenties to early thirties, and so typical college students. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they look like the teenagers from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, what happens from here? Yeah, so then we then cut to nighttime, and uh, we hear some some late night monkey screams in the the lab, <laughs> and then we get a splat of blood on the door. <gasps> little like window on the door and it's like okay was there anything in there with shock or did he just start yeah it was the uh, the animal lab he he kills yeah, all he, the cats and dogs he, but he was in the back... all the other animals I, I thought he was still in the back back room with the in like the cremate cremation room or yeah, whatever he opened that door and was in the animal lab and then murdered oh. all the animals and then you opened that door and you're in the computer lab oh so so okay so that door was the entrance to the lab i thought it was the entrance yeah. to the cremation room and he hadn't come out yet the door to the cremation room is just off the animal lab apparently they go through animals so quickly they needed like quick access yeah okay they right. they didn't want to have to do like a laundry suit shoot into the uh the basement <laughs> they just wanted it right there you'll be able to throw it from where you were working yeah <laughs> you'll be able to just walk up to the roof and just <sighs> yeah. again steve if you're gonna work on animals you want something you can drop kick into an incinerator always yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one needs to see the mistakes uh so yeah so the game begins and then uh we instantly get a jump scare of some guy in a mask (laughs) what is it about like late 80s early 90s or all through the 80s horror movies in general there needs to be the dude who brought the rubber mask yeah (laughs) i don't know what that is i don't have any friends who are going everywhere with a rubber mask it's an homage to all the movies with guys in rubber masks of course And you don't have anybody who's the asshole who brings the weird latex mask and puts it on inappropriately? Oh, shit. If I don't know anybody who does that, does that mean I'm the guy who does that? I think that means you're the guy. Uh, Bobby, how many masks do you have again? Oh, way too many. (laughs) If the answer is one or more... (laughs) I'm that guy. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Oh, God, then we get the scene where they're, like, making a bet of, like, who's going to beat the game first or whatever. And uh, we we noticed watching this the second time, like this is a very like after school special kind of vibe. Like I yes, a lot of pastels <laughs> and beige walls. <laughs> I think Sam did like sit down, like, hey guys, let's have a little let's rap, shall we, about this marijuana you might have heard about? <laughs> Turns a chair around backwards before he sits down. <laughs> now everybody knows these D and D games are nothing but Satan worship. And so... <laughs> did you know that most accidents in the home happen? by slipping in the bathtub this is why these rubber ducky rubber mats are very important 
That's our message here today. Right. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Richard gets dropped off for you know night shift. I guess he he's helping out the doc and stuff. But the girlfriend's like, ah, so when should I? Yeah, what 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 are we gonna do tonight? Like, uh, I don't know. Come pick me up in about three hours. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Drives off. And uh, I don't know. He gets like some directions. Go up to the fifth floor and uh, I don't know. Turn the lights off because that's how the game is supposed to be. He, he's basically helping with the behind the scenes stuff of like. Yeah. I don't know, setting like, the atmosphere. Like if we were on stage, he'd be in all black with like a, a pack on his belt. Yeah. Instead, he's in his orderly scrubs with a mask. So <laughs> he's just that, that wolf man behind the scenes, you know? <laughs> Ooh, the wolf doctor. Yeah. Oh, man. I like Tech Crew Wolf Man. I'd watch that. <laughs> Coming soon to Full Moon Productions. Yeah. Oh, snap. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll give him these bags with clues and you know the, the game's the game is afoot um and this is where we find out the little sister uh, has a surprise for sam later Ooh. oh my she's oh, very man. convinced he's gonna win even though the creeper computer guy is the guy who apparently has won every game <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be so confident yeah so yeah fisher stevens guy what was it oh yeah that's right his name's bradley i got that written down now uh but yeah bradley stevens he's uh He's walking around. He, he's doing his little like soft-spoken like creeper voice to the doctor. I found the doctor's tracks like, uh, yeah, okay, do do what you're gonna do. Uh. Yeah. Just please leave. Oh, that's right. He goes into like room four fourteen, and uh, uh, the doctor sees that like uh, Richard's supposed to be in there, and he's like the was the nemesis or whatever. So he's supposed to like I don't know, kill him or hurt him or something. All I kept picturing was nemesis from uh, Resident Evil. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isn't that one of those like big monsters you can't kill in that game? Yeah, they just kind of like like kick you off the level. You gotta like just run away from them or whatever. Yeah. They should have made him dress up like that. <laughs> Resident Evil you hacks? Wait. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like you bad years earlier. <laughs> uh but yeah, so but yeah, Bre- uh Bradley just kind of goes in, gets the clue and walks out, and the uh professor calls in and is like uh, Richard, what 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 the hell happened, bro? He's like, oh, sorry, I must have uh, dozed off or something. It, it's almost like you're trying to make this game really short. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I gotta go get some poon. So then, <laughs> <laughs> so then in the next room, uh, Bradley hears a noise. And he goes back into the specimen room. And he uh, grabs these, uh, it was immobilization crystals or whatever. <laughs> You know, they're, they're weapons. Why not? I'm, yeah. I'm just picturing pocket sand, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> she, she gets real just a shikasha. <laughs> I love that that big ending scene where we pocket sand Shakma. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> you just blind Shakma so he just destroys everything. <laughs> Screeching and slamming into everything. Oh. I said he, he wanders in the specimen room and there's just a bloodbath of dead chimp and bird and cats and just flayed all over the ground. Animals that weren't even here. That's right. <laughs> he must have brought them from home or something. Like. But then uh, Shakma goes for the face. <gasps> yes. And this is the first of many scenes that we get in this. I love that uh, at no point does uh, Typhoon was the name of the actual uh, baboon. At no point does does our star Shakma like 
share the screen with any of his victims. It's always like he runs real angry at the camera, and then we cut to the reaction shot as we whip a stuffed animal out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. And they're just like shaking that animal as hard as they can, yeah. getting the fur kind of tossed around. And then we'll, we'll like go in for a close-up where we've made like little felt hands on a popsicle stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like scratching at their face or whatever, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, fantastic. I also love that the stuffed animal somehow isn't as like silky and actually fluffy as the real Shockma. Oh yeah. Like he is just so majestic and he has that gorgeous mane, like that rough. And the stuffed animal just like has stuffed animal fur. Like they didn't, I don't know, they didn't sew some my little pony hair on there or anything. At all. <laughs> it's just like a couch cushion made for with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh the professor he's he's he loses Bradley's signal and he's like, oh what the hell? Bradley, uh, your signal's not working. Bradley? Bradley? Richard, go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said right now, like, wait, why did he lose the signal? Did did Shockma like eat Shockma, it, eat it or something? Shockma crushed it. Beneath his mighty paws. Yeah. <laughs> this that's the one thing that would really improve this movie is if Shockma spoke with a British accent. <laughs> and then McDowell's just like, I've seen this too many times. It's happening again. <laughs> not like this <laughs> I've had to kill again <laughs> Roddy McDowell do also does the voice of Shockma oh and that would be incredible yes. <laughs> have at the human <laughs> <laughs> every time he pounces on him Shockma <laughs> he just says his own name like a Pokemon <laughs> Shock, Shock, Shockma <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah so richard goes to check out uh the room where bradley was and he uh he finds a uh, the walkie-talkie and it's got a little blood on it and he's like what the hell and then he finds bradley oh <gasps> what the and then he like runs into the closet as uh shockma is chasing after him and this is the first of many scenes we see a baboon trying to go through a door and oh, God. it's not for lack of trying that's for no. sure <laughs> <laughs> this movie Shockma gets to go literally ape shit, and it's it's actually kind of terrifying seeing the the uh, the energy with which this baboon is trying to break this door open. Right, yeah. this the Shockma makes this movie. Like, let's face it, other than Roddy McDowell, nobody else in this movie is very good. They're trying, but they're not great. And but far Roddy's... away, the best performance in this movie is by the baboon. Right? Shockma is selling it and it's kind of fun to just watch him destroy a set. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's what you didn't know you needed. Yeah, and the best thing about it is like you see him like violently trying to take down a door when he's like, I don't know, 15, 20 pounds or something like that. Okay. But then, and then like <laughs> there's other scenes where he's like sitting and then he'll like hear something and you see him like stand up on his hind legs and like do a little hop and then like a run on all fours and it's like adorable. He's adorable <laughs> and he's incredibly like athletic. You know, this is an incredibly agile animal you can't outrun. And I'm looking up how much adult baboons weigh. Uh, yeah, it's probably like 40 pounds. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of fur. So. <laughs> It depends on the species, but it's between 33 and 82 pounds. Wow. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, that's right. I remember Shakma is not a Chakma baboon. He's a, I think, a, oh, yes, the uh, 
Hamadrius? Yeah, I'd read that too. I'm not familiar with the baboon uh, species. Hamadrius, human? Hamadrius! Wasn't that one of the Planet of the Apes characters? They are 44 <laughs> to 66 pounds. Damn you, Hamadrius. <laughs> you foiled me for the last time. Yes, according to Google, the biggest baboon series are the Madrill, <laughs> the oh, Chakma, yeah. the Hamadrius, the Olive Baboon, the Yellow Baboon, and the Galadia. Galada? Galada? Gelada? Gladiator. Yeah, yes. It's the gladiator baboons. Oh, you can tell by the sandals. <laughs> <laughs> but the madrill, uh, mandrill baboons are the ones like that look like Rafiki. Like they've got kind of the pink yeah. on the nose and they're dark with the uh, the white and pink butts. And they're always and singing. Exactly. Saying <laughs> Kuna Machana. And then the chakma baboons Seems like wisdom. are the ones that are sort of like all dark brown, like including their face. Ah, incognito. Yeah. So we've seen these baboons and things. I think the Chakma baboons are the ones that kept attacking people and naked and afraid. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> in the lockdown season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, naked and afraid. If you don't know about it, get into it. <laughs> You're kind of rooting for nature most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make, make sure you're, you've got plenty of snacks when you're watching with those. So. <laughs> Like, oh, that guy's going to starve to death. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Man, it'd be nice if he could find some uh, fresh water. Babe, can I have another beer? <laughs> yeah, come on right up. <laughs> <laughs> We're awful. Anyway, so Richard's trapped in the closet. and uh, <laughs> He needs to get out of the closet, babe. Yeah, so he starts looking around and he sees oh, hydrochloric acid. Oh, that'll so do gets, it. <laughs> he gets a cup of it and then he like yeah, the door it stops banging against the door and so he like slowly opens it up he's like hello and like really quietly walking out and then he like bends down for the walkie-talkie but then shakma ah! he comes out from like under a table and goes face attack and then as i written down wait did he hit himself with the acid yeah he, he kind of splashed himself with it yeah like, did he not know how to use that properly? <laughs> I'd have just been like, like the instant he saw it, just like fling and run away. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Shockman was just too fast for him, I guess. You can't outrun Shockman. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, let's see. We see uh, Sam and he just kind of runs into his girlfriend. Uh, what's her name? Tracy? Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Tracy. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Tracy. And uh, the <laughs> professor's kind of like, hey, have any of you guys seen Richard? no why should we uh hold on a sec i'm just gonna go check on him <laughs> and uh so sam sees that as an invitation to you know make out with tracy for a little bit and all right we get the sam you're so male Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boys right uh you know how right, we are let's do it on our teacher's desk in there yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask has anybody had sex on a teacher's desk my own? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> I mean, I've had a, I've, I've had some pretty wild PGA nights, <laughs> parent-teacher meetings. <laughs> so, uh, what'll it take to turn this grade into a B? They're like, sir, do you even have a child that goes to this school? What's that going to have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little, little Shakma, you know him. Yeah. <laughs> I understand my boy Shakma's been having trouble with his studies. Why don't you come over here? Explain it to me. 
<laughs> Sir, we're going to ask you to leave. Sir, your child is a baboon and he's eaten three of the children. We're going to have to ask you and your son to leave. <laughs> sure, just as soon as I clean all this honey off my chest. No, Shakma! Bad touch. Bad Shakma. You're grounded, Shakma. <laughs> Steve, are we naming our next cat Shakma? Probably. <laughs> Oh, uh, but then oh, we catch our first glimpse of uh, uh, the princess's surprise for Sam. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and uh, as Bobby said, what was it? Midsummer, <laughs> like a very a very traditional dress, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this was apparently a sexy surprise for the guy she's interested in. I'm like, I think you're more clothed. Yeah, yeah, she's got sleeves on this one. <laughs> oh, but they're that sheer taffeta or whatever the hell and like uh, uh I, don't, I don't think it's working <laughs> also i'm gonna have to see some id now <laughs> honestly like i am uncomfortable with this yeah uh but speaking of uncomfortable we meet up with roddy mcdowell and he's following some bloody footprints a big I'm magnifying like, glass yeah. <laughs> i was expecting like be wearing like a sherlock hat or something <laughs> like he's got the baboon hunter cap on Shit, yeah. <laughs> and then Shockman shows up, clever girl. No. Um, <laughs> he's following these bloody footprints and he finds Richard's body and he's like, oh shit, now, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> this is so bizarre. He finds Richard's body and Richard has been, you know, partially melted. <laughs> you know, he's he's pretty, pretty screwed up. Oh yeah. And first thing he does is he kneels down, he jams his fingers in the wound. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like like into the chest wound, and he's like, yeah. "Wait, like, my fingertips are burning. Why is that?" And when he does, he goes, <gasps> and he and he kind of does one of those "Who me?" kind of motions with his fingertips, and all of his bloody fingertips touch his shirt. Yeah. Yep. And so he just has this like dot pattern in blood on this like dress shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> Had to save these fingerprints for later, you know. <laughs> right. And it's one of those like, wait, isn't weren't we told this was a medical school? Yeah, but uh, yeah, he goes to the elevator and he hears a noise down the hall. <laughs> and he uh, starts hitting buttons. And then Shakma at the end of the hall and oh, starts running towards him. And he keeps great. pressing that button faster and faster because everybody knows that's how you get the doors to close faster, right? Of course. <laughs> and this reminded me of uh, John Cleese in The Holy Grail when he's, oh. when he's running toward the guards. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. then suddenly they whip the, the stuffed animal at McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the in the elevator. Potato sack hits him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he gets shock mud. Oh, uh, right there in the elevator with his key, his uh, elevator key locking it in position. Oh, yeah, we see uh, Sam and Tracy. They're calling the elevator, and it's like, why won't the elevator work? <sighs> fine we'll have to use the stairs or something and then uh we cut back to gary because remember he's in this movie and, uh, <laughs> he's to tell him that yeah right? he's like guys you, professor did you forget about me hello hello anyone he's just whistling the power rangers theme <laughs> oh then he does his uh his best scotty impersonation <laughs> oh that was fun and they'll beat me up captain ah, ah is that close <laughs> Oh yeah, they um, eventually the uh, Sam and Tracy they go up to the fifth floor, and they I think yeah they find like the doctor he's like 
in the elevator like the doors can't close because his corpse is kind of lying in the way well and his key is in it locking it in position he had the the elevator key before he walked down the hall he went up and he put his elevator key in which had locked the doors open when he went down and then he found richard and shakma and then when he ran back that's why the door wouldn't close he and then he started fidgeting with the key just as shakma got him oh oh, okay i thought it was because he was in the doorway all right that makes sense um but then we get the the sage-like wisdom shouldn't we get help and i'm like yeah yeah you probably should but uh, of course sam he's like no i i i can take care of this yeah that's it (laughs) and uh then sam here's a shakma (laughs) and he goes like i'm in the movie yeah oh shit that's right (laughs) and so yeah he goes and hides and shakma just kind of like stands outside the door sniffs around a little bit and then does a little hop, skip, and run away. <laughs> Loved it. And then uh, I, I don't know. Gary is like in the stairwell. He, like he's he's like whatever. I'm going up the stairs to the floor. I don't care what, if you guys aren't responding on the walkie-talkie. And then Tracy's like like hears him and is like Gary, Gary's that you? And he's like hiding from her for some reason. I don't know. I, I guess to not show how far he lo- along he is in the game or something, but yeah i don't know whatever yeah i don't fully understand how the game works yeah <laughs> yeah at this point i'm like I, I guess they're still playing but yeah i don't know it doesn't matter because it's all about clues and shit anyway yeah. but uh yeah then shockma sees sam down the hallway and they get a little chase and sam runs into the stairwell and shuts the door behind him and then just the sheer ferocity of which this baboon is banging against that door <laughs> it's incredible yeah it's magnificent <laughs> it's like oh he's gonna he's gonna pop a shoulder out or something doing that <laughs> oh, they had to shut down production for 45 days while Shockmar recovered <laughs> oh, oh he's got his arm up <laughs> like, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, little, arms, little arms in a tiny sling oh, yeah little oh he went too hard little typhoon they give him little monkey massages <laughs> <laughs> and despite this being april shakma is a monkey he's got a tail yep that's true yeah doesn't matter totally i just fine. i want i since cornelius is in this movie i want to be respectful <laughs> see that's the ape in this movie <laughs> it's mcdowell yeah, right. <laughs> you do april and it's just mcdowell movies <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing nice uh so yeah they try to try to like pull the fire alarm to like get some help but of course it's still turned off remember when gary did that earlier but what would have been better is if like the firefighters do come but they're baboons okay so (laughs) so, having just watched rats and night of terror (laughs) we need the rats ending for this (laughs) <laughs> see i like i was kind of hoping the firefighters would show up and shockman would be like running around the lobby and they'd be like well, this is an animal control issue and they just leave yeah lock the door <laughs> behind them but then when animal control shows up the building's on fire they're like this this is the job of the fire department <laughs> yeah i don't know how this fire started but i'm gonna go finish my smoke <laughs> guys this is how like public works work <laughs> yep absolutely and in my experience, it takes animal control a minimum of two weeks to show up. Yeah. They want to give the animal plenty of time to leave. Has anybody had <laughs> let, animal control show up like let nature in a reasonable take amount of time? I've never called animal control. Oh. I befriend the animals. I never have to call anybody. 
I called animal control once because we found a goat who was very friendly, but we wanted to see if we could find its owner. And then, uh, yeah, we had the goat for a while. And then the owner actually happened to drive by and see the goat in our yard and was like, hey, that's my goat. And we were like, well, when did you lose it? And he's like, oh, about a week and a half ago. And I'm like, oh, yep, that timeline uh, works out. So we gave him back the goat. And then three days after that, animal control showed up and was like, so where's the goat? <laughs> like, what were they expecting? Well, like the yeah. goat found a home where you're not supposed to rehome animals. Well, I'm pretty sure it was his owner. <laughs> he went back to his home planet, sir. <laughs> right. The goat chose, okay? Oh, <laughs> we had to, uh, animal control show up like one time, like two weeks later after like we were having like, an aggressive raccoon like banging on our front door. Oh, no. A raccoon they were, like, trying to sell you something? Yeah, Mary Kay. Yeah. Turns out one of the neighbors had been feeding it, so it was expecting to come in and have a snack. Ugh. Nice. Uh, we managed to scare it off, but like Animal Control showed up and they're like, so where's the raccoon? We're like, oh, that shit's been gone for two weeks. <laughs> Thanks, though. Yeah, you laugh, but like it took them two more weeks to get back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is like Lord of the Rings every time they go. <laughs> Why did they just ride the eagles? Yeah. Samwise just carrying all the snacks in the back. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, I made a promise. Get that goat, Samwise. <laughs> the goat can share the load. Share the goat. Yeah. No, he hates the goat. He needs the goat. <laughs> Go to so the rings. Hell of a move. Right. Yeah, right. So speaking of Sam and his girlfriend, uh, no, uh, Sam and Tracy... <laughs> They uh they eventually uh, find Richard's corpse, <laughs> and uh, they also find Shakma, and of course they have this defense where I guess they have like a flash bulb that they're like, oh yeah, if we flash it at him, it'll stun him for a second. It does no, nothing. No photos, please. If if anything, it makes him angrier. I think. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's piss him off. <laughs> oh no we've angered the baboon run yeah so they run and they hide behind the the stairwell door and shut it behind them and of course the baboon's like trying to break through and and i love how uh i think this is the one where uh uh, uh tracy she's like holding the door and she's like barely able to hold it closed with this 40 pound baboon right and uh sam he's like i'll be right back and she's like what what where the fuck are you going <laughs> and so we look <laughs> He like runs, like uh, Reddy McDowell or whatever is like in the elevator. He like drags him or whatever oh, down no, the hallway. No, no. He stares at him longingly oh, for yeah. at least a 10 Mississippi. For a while. The whole time his girlfriend's in the background, Sam, hurry up! <laughs> then he gently removes him from the elevator, grabs the <laughs> keys out of the elevator. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, he got, grabs like an extension cord or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, t- he takes the professor, puts him in the stairwell, um, and then like runs back. And then he's like, "Okay, let him through. I got this flashbulb thing that didn't work the first time. Let's do it." And so it doesn't work again. He ends up just like huh? physically throwing the flashbulb at the monkey. Oh, no. like, That's out of batteries, <laughs> and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all uh, they're all back in the stairwell uh, now with the corpse, the professor, and you know Tracy's handling it like she's looking at a dead body. Uh, <laughs> makes sense meanwhile and, and then sam's like okay okay we need to calm down wait did you say you you saw richard move a little bit and she's like what i don't remember saying anything like that yeah, I, I think i saw his hand move. i don't know <laughs> i gotta go back to save him and i'm like no you don't no richard is the last one you need to save in this 
because because they saw the body did they not see the the cavern of what his torso used to be honestly i don't know maybe it's just really quick and they're like oh yeah these people all went to medical school (laughs) i don't think he's gonna make it jim (laughs) so he goes back for uh richard but he's also like hey so for me to do this stupid thing you're gonna have to be a distraction is that cool (laughs) do you mind being a diversion yeah. and uh the craziest thing is it actually works a little bit because <laughs> shock was like chasing her down the hallway or whatever um meanwhile sam goes in he's checking out richard and uh so spoiler alert richard's dead as fuck absolutely and, but of course he stares at him mouth agape for like a full 45 oh. seconds of screen time and i'm like now's not the time to mourn now's the time to run away from a killer baboon right i've always said that <laughs> as a typical tuesday in the Trippet household i'm sure absolutely <laughs> we don't uh, have time to mourn we have to run from the baboon and then he like <laughs> he like bumps something on a shelf or whatever and shakma like hears it like turns and does his little hop and a skip after him steve the, loves the little hop and a skip we <laughs> so need like the audience reaction track so every time that happens they go oh Oh, <laughs> followed by bloodthirsty throat rip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the girlfriend Tracy, she like looks out and then Shockma like runs back because he like hears her steps or something. And uh, basically, she's like, <laughs> she like, okay, <laughs> Shockma shows up in the hallway and he's looking around like, I can smell her. Where the fuck is she? And then the computer, like in the hallway, makes a noise, and he just fucks that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to get all the files out of that computer. I think. <laughs> I love watching Shockman just destroy the set. It's so fun. I can watch no storyline. Just watch this baboon fuck shit up for two hours. Right, <laughs> guys. I got an idea. Shockma in a restaurant. Yeah. It's closed, oh, yeah. but they just throw him in there and then he goes to town in the kitchen and all the tables. Forget bull in a china shop. I want baboon <laughs> yeah. in a restaurant. <laughs> this is uh, this is the destruction part of like uh, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> They send in the baboon. <laughs> all right. For seven hours we've let a baboon loose in your restaurant. <laughs> then my team can get in and fix it. <laughs> we have to t- tear it down to the beams so we can rebuild. <laughs> This is normal. It's part of the process. <laughs> Why is there feces everywhere? Uh, that wasn't here when we left, sir. Uh, no one believes them and they get shut down by the health department. Looks <laughs> like a monkey was in here just shitting and destroying. Wait a minute. You guys did that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> How dare you? This show is rigged. <laughs> they just did this to make us look bad. <laughs> I love pranking people with a shock map. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know how many teachers in high school I want to just lock a shock map in their classroom? Let them find it in the morning? Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is Horny Baboo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>, it's, <laughs> it's like Jackass 5. It's Jackass Shockma. <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Shockma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Uh, it's probably better that crew never had a monkey. <laughs> oh, I see, I say that having not really watched anything, they probably had a monkey at one point. 
babe i i really need to make you watch that wild boy show (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i want to (laughs) i like johnny knoxville after i got sober i like the ringer oh there's a minimum of knoxville it's all uh chris pontius and steve-o oh yeah dude (laughs) was it steve-o who threw adam carolla through a table yeah i think so (laughs) (laughs) one of many i'm sure It's like, no, babe, that's Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I think I think it was Steve-O got yeah. really high before coming on something and threw Adam Carolla through glass yeah. table. <laughs> that, that, that sounds about right. That's definitely not a Tommy Chong get high and throw somebody through a table <laughs> right. thing. You never hear those stories about Tommy Chong. <laughs> I don't think he ever had that kind of energy going. <laughs> right. Hey, man. <laughs> now, Cheech, Cheech, you got to watch your back. That's the guy who's throwing people through tables. Tommy <laughs> Chong's just like, that was my table, man. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cheech is like, you know what a German suplex is? <laughs> <laughs> Popping up like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> suplex City. Yeah. So uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So Sam, uh, I, I I don't know. He like comes to the rescue because... Uh, uh, you know, Tracy's hiding in a cabinet and Shockma's like tearing at this like wood cabinet to get to her. And Sam's like, Shockma, sit, sit, Shockma, stay. Well, stay. No. training him. Yeah. And Shockma's like, Oh, I know how to sit. Wait, you don't have any snacks. Back to destroying this cabinet. Your girlfriend's hiding in. Sitting all calmly until there's no snacks and then screeching immediately. Which ah! I mean is also my response when I do something and there's no snacks. So again, I'm still on Team Chakma. Yeah, then uh Steve's like, is he sit? Where's my sack? Where's my sack, uh, Steve? Uh, oh shit. <laughs> That's why I have like seven snacks within arm's reach at all times. We are sitting surrounded by snacks currently. Strategically placed throughout the household. But <laughs> Yeah, eventually it ends up chasing Sam. Is that, is that Tim Yobo? What's happening right now? I, I hear a bag rustling. Do it three times and a Yobo appears. Yeah, Bobby, uh, real quick, uh, we will get back to Shockmo, but Steve and I were trying to remember. We were uh, we came on to watch one of the grind bin movies that yeah. you guys uh so graciously scream the stream for uh, the patreons and it was a lot it was a while ago but there was one where you were like all right on the discord we're gonna ask uh everybody to mute themselves so everybody can enjoy the movie and we're pretty sure it was tim yoba but we can't rem- remember but somebody was just like nope can't happen and you were just like all right then just shut up and then they proceeded to just eat a bag of chips the whole movie oh that sounds like yobo that was <laughs> okay. definitely tim yobo that's what we thought and i think we asked him about it and he said i don't remember but that sounds like me <laughs> well that fits with yobo as well <laughs> i don't remember doing that yeah that's that was you buddy but uh i heard that was the very first movie we watched with you guys on your on your live stream and steve and i could not stop laughing we thought it was the best part of the movie so it probably wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Uh, but just every time I heard that crunch, I remember laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so was chasing Sam, and Sam does a whole thing of like going in one door, locking Shama in, and then like shutting the door behind him, but not really. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> it was like you didn't, 
so Shockman knows how to open the doors and everything. Is that a th- I don't know. Yeah, well, because they're all those safety doors, the like levers. He knows he can jump up and pull down. Oh yeah, that's right. Come on. Okay, okay. I was thinking knobs, and it's like I, I don't know. Maybe he's just really smart with that or been trained on it. But yeah, with the lever thing, okay, that makes sense. Um, and, but yeah, but eventually Sam like go, you know pulls Tracy out of the cabinet, and it's like all right, let's go, let's go, and they go to the stairwell, and they get the whole uh, a nice little scene of drama when he says Richard's dead. He's dead, Tracy. He's dead. <laughs> it's like, wait, we knew this though. Is is this new? <laughs> I just want to be Tracy. Like, yeah, I know. That's why I said you shouldn't go to go to save him. He's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, at this point, it's like, uh, okay, so we know this, uh, the professor's dead, and uh, he's dead, but we don't know if Gary or Bradley or Kim are <laughs> still alive. So let's split up to go find them or, you know, call someone, whichever happens first. <laughs> and it's like, great, great plan. Let's do it. Uh, cut to Shakma being in the lab and just tearing that shit up. Just yeah. <laughs> throwing, throwing syringes and knocking over tables and jumping off chairs. And... Getting more of that exact action we were hoping for. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, and then we cut back to uh, Princess Kim, who's up on the seventh floor, and she's, uh, I don't know, preparing for invasion, I guess I've written down, because she's like, oh, hi, Sam, but with like, I don't know, her legs up and stuff, and it's like, oh, boy, what, what, what what's happening? Stop this. Uh, let's see. And yeah, Gary goes to the fifth floor, and uh, like, Tracy hears a walkie-talkie and picks up and is like, Gary? Gary's that you? It's like, yeah, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I, and as I've written down, why is she screaming? Oh my god, there's a killer baboon! Let's get the fuck out of here right fucking now! Yeah, that's right. kind of the most pressing matter here. Like, we need to lead with the killer baboon. Yeah, instead, Gary's like, oh man, this game's kind of rare. I can't get a hold of the professor or anything. And I'm just like, Tracy, you should be saying, like, yeah, professor's dead. Uh, Richard's dead. We need to get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Instead, it's like, where are you, Gary? Well, I'm, I'm on my way. Wait, no, where are you, Gary? And then, of course, Gary gets shock mud because poor communication. Great. <laughs> right. Oh, and then, like, yeah, Tracy comes around the corner or whatever and, like, you know, sees shock mud on top of Gary. And this is where we get the, the low angle shot of, like, the, the, the jaws just, like, open, blood dripping. You know, it's probably really, like, a hand puppet. But <laughs> it's, it, You know what? It's effective. <laughs> it's like the taxidermied head of a baboon with blood dripping off it or something and you see like tracy like slowly backing down the hallway like oh my god <laughs> yeah pretty sweet and then uh she runs 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 and runs into the women's bathroom and i'm like all right well that, that might work why not all right and then she tries going into the vents like trying to pop off the vent cover and i'm like I, I feel like you're giving way an advantage if you try crawling around <laughs> in those vents because that baboon can traverse those pretty easily. I think. Right. <laughs> and then when I, oh yeah, she hears like Sam like down the hallway because I, I I think he finds uh Gary or whatever too, and she's like Tracy, Tracy, where are you? And, oh, Gary. And uh, I don't know. She like goes for like a walkie-talkie or something, and. Uh, and then oh that's right that's right she's like like peeking out of the women's room and like sees the walkie-talkie and like takes like one step towards it and then sees shockma come around the corner she's like nope fuck that runs back into the bathroom (laughs) and this is where we get uh i think the only gif i've seen on facebook where shockma runs across the room on his little back feet just (laughs) (laughs) 
loose little vein <laughs> flopping in the wind. Yeah, she uh she goes back for that vent cover and is trying to get you know take the cover off, yeah. but then Shockma yeah. he just comes to that bathroom and just slides right under the stall, yeah. and then we have the little shot of her like reaching out trying to get the vent, and then <laughs> ah, and pulling her down into the stall, <laughs> and you hear a lot of screaming and banging and stuff. So great watching this because yeah. obviously see... they can't interact with the baboon, so she has to they have to add the sound effects later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and then this is another argument for we need those European style stalls that go top to bottom. I don't want to be in a public place and get attacked by a baboon while taking a dump. Right? It's your most vulnerable. Yeah. It's my nightmare. Yeah. Oh, and it, oh yeah. So, so it's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. A shock my kill Tracy. No, Tracy's arm comes up out of the top and goes oh! for the vent again. And I'm like, holy shit, did she just like fight off Shockma and kick his ass? Did she just Shockma Shockma? Nope, she gets pulled right back down. Nope. You can't shock them to shock them. We all know that. Peter Gabriel sang about that. <laughs> There's only one way to stop a shock and that's with the shocker. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Well, he's confused. You run away. <laughs> this this so is a real remember, shock and awe campaign. Advice from oh. Steve. If you're being attacked by a baboon, find a way to stick a finger up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> At least three. <laughs> Two of the pink ones I, the stink. Wait, what? Steve. <laughs> Steve is not an expert on baboons, and I would not trust this. <laughs> no, do not, do not trust me. Uh, just in general, probably, probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, Tracy's dead now. But uh, now, kind of surprising. I thought she'd lived through the whole movie, right? Well, it, here, here's the thing. <laughs> Back when I thought uh, Princess Kim was uh, underage, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> she's she's not going to make it till the end or whatever. She's not going to be the love interest. Uh, I was wrong. But, but but then it's like, oh, is, is Princess Kim now the love interest? Yeah. I hope she, not. Is she the virtuous one? Is she wears the weirdest negligee I've seen in a while and prepares to be mounted by someone a good 15 years older than her? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Sam, you know, he, instead he's going to find Kim on the seventh floor or whatever, and he's like screaming like Kim, 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 are you up here? Kim, Kim, where are you? God damn it! And she just kind of like walks around the corner, is like eating a piece of cake, and she's like, "What? What's going on? God damn it! <laughs> did you not hear me?" <laughs> Great scene. Great scene. Guys. <laughs> God. And I love how he's like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. He's like covered in blood, and she's even like, what? What's wrong with your shirt? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then as he's walking away, she's like, huh? He didn't even notice my outfit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Be great if he did stop to comment on it, though. By the way, you look amazing. All right, we gotta go. All right, we gotta fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, eventually he ends up like filling Kim in, like, yeah, everybody's dead. I think um, maybe Carrie's still alive, maybe Tracy, who knows? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's around this time we uh, meet up with Laura, Richard's girlfriend, who's still just waiting outside in her car or whatever. And uh, oh, yeah, I think she's on like a payphone or something earlier now, like, oh, yeah, he's still taking forever. Uh, anyway, I'll call you later. Bye. And then she's got the music up. Boom, 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 boom. Oh god, they can hear her music up on like the seventh floor across right. the street through the windows. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's right. And they like grab a bunch of like knives or something out of the little uh yeah, she empties the like, cutlery drawers, just like chucking spoons out the window in hopes that it that she'd notice down there. 
<laughs> it was like the only chances if somebody drives over those forks and a tire pops. That's like your <laughs> only chance. <laughs> a car driving by crashes into her. Oh shit! Tire blows and it veers suddenly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they just start sliding forks or whatever like through these little blinds, and I'm like, those blinds can't be that strong, guys. No <laughs> like just. Just kick a couple of them out or something or pull on them. I don't know. Shockma could get through those blinds. I guarantee it. You can't smash that window. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it doesn't work. And so then Sam's like, all right, well, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go look for uh, Tracy or whatever. And of course, Cam's like, well, I'm coming with you, damn it. <laughs> You're not leaving me alone up here with a raging baboon. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he ends up finding Gary there. Yeah, he, I think he finds like a walkie-talkie or whatever with him, uh, like next to the corpse or whatever. And then we get this whole dramatic split up because there's like the bloody footprints like leading into the bathroom. And so he's like, I'm going to go check it out. And, uh, and Kim's like, no, no, no. And he's like, hey, I've got to see if Tracy's in there. <laughs> uh, he's like shattering in the shit up. It's great. So, uh, yeah, got knife in hand, slowly walks into the bathroom, finds Tracy, and then just, I don't know, cries into her bracelet for some reason. Yeah, he suddenly makes a very big deal out of this bracelet. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Must have, must have had his name on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't take that trip to Italy and I bought you the stupid bracelet. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so what happens from here? Yeah, he's taking a long ass time, and uh, I think Kim like hears Shakma coming, so she like dips into a room, and th- there's like some clue about finding weapons in the couch, and she's like, "Huh?" Pulls up the couch cushion. There's a bunch of these like fake ass plastic beads in it's there, like marbles. Yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! And then she uses those to chuck at the car. <laughs> yeah, she's like throwing those at Laura, and I'm like expecting like. It, literally anything to like bounce on the ground and like hit the window or something but right? yeah eventually uh laura's like ah, fuck this and like starts up the car and then this is when she starts like flashing uh, like trying the flashlight like oh trying to do morse code way. or something to get her attention and laura notices it and is like ah, fucking nerds and like drives <laughs> <Right>? off <laughs> i loved that that is the realest reaction in this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Sam, and he's just fucking carrying Tracy's body, just like walking down the hallway. Like, oh, he's in yeah, shock. He's like yeah. doing this like swamp thing walk. By yeah. the way, he's in shock for the rest of this movie. Yeah, pretty much until he's in shock, ma. Ah! <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he eventually like takes her corpse like to the like the stairwell or something, lays her down, kisses it a little bit. I'm like, guy, come down. It's, it's it's gonna be all right. And, and then and then he goes to Gary's corpse, picks him up, starts kissing him. No, uh, he, he, <laughs> he just for really yeah. gently kiss him on the forehead. Yeah, <laughs> instead he just kind of like I don't know, I expect him to like drag him by his feet or something. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. He drug him by his arms, and so he's got him all lined up along the wall. Yep, and then uh, yeah, he, he's got the keys or whatever. Goes up to the seventh floor. Uh, oh, oh yeah, this is when uh, Kim finds Richard 
And I'm like, wait, did he not tell her that, tell her that Richard's dead? Like her older brother's dead? Right. <laughs> because he told she's... her the professor was dead, but she he didn't mention that her fucking brother was dead. <laughs> yeah, because she finds him as like, oh my god, oh my god, Richard. <laughs> but then Shakma. <laughs> and I love this shot because he like looks up and he's obviously been like eating snack. He's a little bit. Is the like shot they cut to? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, eventually Sam, he's like slowly walking through the place, walk, opens up the door, goes into the lab. Like the last, I swear the last 15 minutes of this movie is just Sam slowly walking through a bunch. Of... Right. He spends so much time in this movie walking around and just screaming people's names. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, and then he finds Kim corpse back in the, uh, the, the cremation room or whatever. And so he's got to carry that one around. And then uh, he also grabs like this uh, syringe spear, like it's a fucking javelin with a syringe at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, which is what he should have grabbed in the first place. It's what you use for sedating animals when they're going ape shit. Yep. Or in this he, case, baboon shit. And, yeah. And I, I you want to mention what he does at this, this particular time right now. After all of this, after everybody's dead, after he's like weaponized himself, he's finally ready to do something. <laughs> he calls 911. Yeah, that he waited this long. Yep. But what does he tell the operator? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Steve, first rule about Monkey Fight Club is don't talk about Monkey Fight Club. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> Shit, your logic is sound. <laughs> and I just have written down like, okay, so best case scenario. If he survives, he's going to jail forever, right? Yes. Oh, 100%. I had that in my notes, too, that, like, they're going to blame him for all of this. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, he he was the one eating their faces and leaving Baboon first as, like, an orgy of evidence. I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, so, yeah, he he freaks the fuck out a bit and then takes the elevator to the fifth floor and he decides he's going to do some some fucking trap with like wires from the computer and a cup of water. Yeah, this is real MacGyver shit he's pulling. Yeah, and I'm like, Shockman can just jump over that. You know that, right? <laughs> Great if Shockman just just no regard for any of that. He, he just he makes, he's, he's not going to want to get wet. He makes the tiniest little monkey sized puddle. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's not even the entire width of the door frame. It's like just big enough for a monkey to stand in oh and there's a whole scene where he's like like uh like dramatically like backing up or whatever from this trap and like a little white rat pops up on his shoulder and i'm like <gasps> i was just waiting for him to be like ah fuck and like start himself on fire or something no and he grabs the little rat and he gives a little kiss on its little ratty forehead <laughs> it really was like ah he loves the ratty because I love the ratties. That's what I would do. I would be like, oh, Eskimo, you made it. He's after your heart. <laughs> yeah, then, uh, eventually, yeah, he puts like the rat in a cage or whatever. So like makes some noise and some rustling. And that yeah. draws Shockma out. And Shockma staring at this rat is so cute. He's like around the corner like, oh, it's a rat above him. Yep. And then... <laughs> And then uh, Sam basically looks at him and goes, "You're terminated, fucker!" And like puts the wires down. And then you see like the outside, like the lights kind of turn off and then back on. She got the R two D two. Yeah, Instead, you know, Sam he goes to confirm the kill. He can't find Chakma. 
He's like, what the hell? Goes down the hall a little bit. And then Chakma! Ah! And they wrestle around on the ground a little bit. And his forearms get all like bit up and scratched up. Oh, wait, he was wearing those wraps. Yep. Oh, but then he gets a fist fight. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that knife now, bro? Yeah. Monkey knife fight. Then he gets like bit on the neck or the shoulder or something. And blood's just like, ah, gushing out of there. Yeah. Now he's a, uh, now he's a wear Chakma. No, yeah, no. that's right. Oh, he becomes Shuckman the sequel. <laughs> like the God, the transformation scene where he's like painfully shrinking. <laughs> oh, and his ass grows like four sizes. Oh! His ass is just flaring out. He's like, ah, <laughs> it's not fully engorged. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he tosses Shakma away and then like screams at him, like, ah. And then Sam just slowly walks away to the lab area. And uh, sees himself like in the mirror back in like the creation uh, crematorium or whatever. And then he just walks out, sees Shakma in the hallway, and like drops the knife or whatever, just to be like, man to man, come and get me, bitch. Yeah. And he just walks away, and Shakma's like kind of confused at first, but then like oh, hop, skip, and a jump after. And, <laughs> and then he like uh, sees him in the back room and sh- charges at him and then he's in a mirror and then in the incinerator what what shut the door behind turns the flames on and you hear growls and our hero is dead wait what oh my god i wanted a a research i wanted flaming shockma to show up at the end oh fuck yeah yeah like a flaming skeleton shockma like he's like, is it getting warm in here? And he spins around and it's just flaming chakra. <laughs> what smells like burnt dog hair? <laughs> That's the sequel, right? Yeah. Ghost Shakma shows up on fire. Oh, yeah. he, he's the ghost rider now. Goes it on motorcycle. Oh, he's got a little tiny mini bike. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> or a fucking tricycle, even. I mean, he just hear the as he's coming down the hallway. <laughs> Uh, but instead uh yeah just ashes to ashes and sam slowly walks out the door keys in hand and then just kind of passes out and fucking face plants on the ground and like are we to believe he's dying oh yeah he's at least going into shock yeah he he fucking like face plants on the ground looks to the left and goes i win he says it to like a stuffed animal probably the one they've been whipping people yeah fucking stuffed monkey plush or whatever he's, he's just like, telling that stuffed monkey plush hey i won motherfucker yeah and it like echoes like eight or nine times or something yeah that was weird i win 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 roll credits, credits. <laughs> incredible movie right oh it's oh so bobby you would recommend this movie <laughs> oh I, I didn't mean to get ahead of things but absolutely <laughs> how about you izzy oh yeah yeah, this is one of my favorite animal exploitation movies. Yeah, guys, it's on uh, Tubi. If you're not watching it, I mean, it's your own damn fault. It's fantastic. It's right? just to see Typhoon as Shockma just going to Typhoon town. Typhoon is a bona fide movie star. Typhoon has appeared on one of the Grindin movies. Did you guys know that? Is it, uh, is it The Fly or Order of the Black Eagle? Order of the Black Eagle. Uh, Typhoon plays the, the the James Bond analogs pet baboon who keeps uh, giving people the old fun ghoul. He, no. he, he keeps flipping people off with his arm. He's like, yeah, everybody. <laughs>
Nice. Yeah, we saw that was on Tubi, so it's on our queue now. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> I was not on that episode of The Grand Dead, but uh, Tim Yobo is on fire on that episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, three hearty recommends for Shockma. Uh, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> and when we come back, we have more beer. Ooh. Fun facts. <gasps> what? And what we learned from Shockma. Shockma. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now there's so many podcasts out there how do i find the one for me For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest Living Actor? Nicholas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies. Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. Check out me, Mr. Boombastic. Pretty fantastic. Nothing on the patch says I'm Mr. Who. Ooh. Shaga. <laughs> Shaka. We've been. <laughs> Shaka. Uh, we've been playing the new. Uh... They just released eight new tracks for Mario Kart, and uh, I keep playing as Shy Guy. And every time I select them, I go Shy Guy. <laughs> yeah, I was having my can of uh, salted caramel uh, porter on no lunch. Ooh, and it's funny. I'm not a small dude, but like I'm feeling that nine point five right now. Oh my! <laughs> Do you also need to start putting snacks within podcast range? <laughs> Should have. <laughs> okay, I, pl- I placed the DoorDash order a few minutes ago, so that should be arriving any minute now. Nice. <laughs> I hope it's not delivered by Shockma. Oh no! <laughs> but at least he won't have to come up the stairs. He'll just climb the side of the building. <laughs> hey, everybody! Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out UntidyVenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. 
Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, this is the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, they get better every week. Oh, they sure do. Oh, babe, I don't know about you, though. I could use another uh, another beer. Oh, I am still relatively sober, considering how much shock, how many times the word shockma has been uttered. Shockma, shockma. It's a drinking game. Take a shot every time we say shock month. Don't do that. You'll die. Shock <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of Shakma, we have another uh, selection from Bombastic Brewing. It's their attempted murder, batch Ooh. number three. Ooh, also 10.5%. Based on the stout from Murder, this <gasps> variant features vanilla and cinnamon, smooth and rich without a hint of subtlety. Now we're doing these actually back to back on purpose because I wanted to compare them. We saw them both at the liquor store and we're like, yeah, let's try that. Pickles wants to get in on this. Come on, Pickle. There we go. Mr. Jingly Bells. All right. And uh, my top? His top. Nice. Pickle says, why did you just tell me to fuck myself and cat? (laughs) (laughs) You know why. (laughs) You know what you did. did. All right. And the poor? Mm. this is a beautiful black beer like light can barely pass through this thing has a gorgeous khaki colored head lots of fine bubbles bubbles oh yeah you definitely get the vanilla and the cinnamon not quite as hard on the aroma yeah yeah, definitely doesn't have the the peppers and stuff in this one yeah they want a a little more subtle compared to the last one but it's still not as they said not a subtle beer Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah. Yeah, just a nice uh, imperial style. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. forward with the vanilla and chocolate notes kind of on front. Yeah, and you get a little the the cinnamon on the back to yep. sort of like dry it up. And yeah, yeah delicious. Basically, basically in lieu of the hops, yeah, it has a little cinnamon bite to it or a little Yeah, uh, almost no hop character on either of these beers. Yeah. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Bobby, are you still drinking anything? Uh, no, I just finished my my porter. I only had the one with me, but uh, damn, that sounds amazing. That sounds right up my alley too. Go ahead and, uh, just go ahead and pour some on your computer. I'll try and get some on mine. <laughs> All right, give it a little. Wait, what am I doing now? Shakma, <laughs> shakma. <laughs> my my computer now has the shakma virus. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bombastic brewing out of uh, Boise, Idaho. Check it out, y'all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Absolutely. Are, are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Well, I mean, I like to think so. Woo! All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Don't have a critic score on this one, but uh, Bobby, what do you think the audience score is for Shakma? 
Oh man, audience score for Shockma. Um, well, I know that the, the general audience not as cultured as we are about these sorts of things. So I'm they gonna, rarely are. <laughs> I'm gonna put him at like 63. Is he? Mm-hmm. This is a tough one because yeah, the in general, the the general audiences are are not as cultured in the fine art of bad movies. Like <laughs> they somebody, this is the worst movie they've ever seen, and that person hasn't lived. <laughs> but also then maybe are the only people reviewing this movie people who liked it who suck it out i'm gonna go with 45 Ooh, is he's closest 41 percent with the wow yeah that's uh it's a little low guys i'd say at least 80 percent of you girl like it yeah we need to get that up higher yeah we do oh you know what I think I know what it is. It's the last 15 minutes or so where it gets a little slow with Sam just kind of pacing to make the runtime or whatever. Runtime, runtime, runtime. Or is it because Shockma doesn't win at the end? Doesn't he, though? Doesn't he? No, he he got cooked like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> well, so everybody else got their face ripped off and or melted off and or slow smoked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he lasted that long in there. <laughs> Top me off. Okay. <laughs> With some attempted murder. Attempted murder. All right. All right. One point five million dollar budget, worldwide gross. Uh, not known. I don't know. Hmm. It might have been released in theaters, but it was definitely a VHS thing growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as uh, Bobby mentioned, Shakma is played by the baboon Typhoon, yeah! who is handled by hopefully future friend of the podcast, uh, Jerry Therian. Uh, Jerry! We've been in contact with his kids, actually, over at uh, was it Action Animals, I think is his website. Yeah, trying Incredible. to get him on the pod. And uh, Typhoon also played baboons in 1986's The Fly. Yes, the Jeff Goldblum one. Yes! And uh, he plays Duncan Jax's baboon in order of the black eagle coming soon no, yes! I don't know. <laughs> coming soon to my eyeballs yeah. uh and apparently there were no female baboons on the set uh typhoon had an alpha and a beta trainer the beta trainer was on the opposite side of the door whispering typhoon's name which angered him and of course caused him to damn near rip the doors off the hinges apparently <laughs> that's how they got typhoon to react so violently to the doors like, the you were talking he shit. didn't like just had to call his name typhoon typhoon so uh, i also have some fun facts about typhoon Ooh. one if you google typhoon the baboon you can see a picture from what looks like maybe the 70s or 80s of him riding on the back of a motorcycle with his trainer with, gary with your Gary. Yeah. yeah i think it's jerry sorry is it jerry yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. uh also on the set of the fly everyone on oh. staff was terrified of sh- of sh- uh, typhoon as they well should be apparently typhoon bit pretty much everyone except for jeff goldblum who apparently saw him as an alpha and was submissive to him and at one point, uh, some strobe lights went off and terrified poor Typhoon so much, he broke open his crate and was running around set and only Jerry and Jeff Goldblum could get him back. And apparently wow. Jerry's been quoted as saying if Jeff Goldblum hadn't been as intimidating to Typhoon, uh, the sh- shots would not have gone as well. <laughs> nice tip. Is there anything Jeff Goldblum can't do? Right? He can monkey whisper. Oh, also, you guys will be happy to hear Typhoon still lives with his trainer, Jerry, on the ranch. 
hopefully we'll get a, a couple of uh, squawks from them uh, in a future interview. Uh-huh. Jerry, please, please call us back. Talk to your kid. <laughs> Talk to Dar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Like knowing that so many animals in the movie industry, you don't know where they ended up. We know yeah. where they ended up. It's nice to know that Typhoon's like still living his best like baboon life out on his original trainer's ranch. And I think that adds another level of happiness to this movie for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Also, Typhoon never looks stressed during any of these shots. He looks like he's having like living his best life. And that also is why like I like this movie. I, I love animal exploitation movies. But it I, it really puts me off when you can tell the animals are like freaking out or not doing well. Like the horses have trip wires and shit like that. Yeah. Like I, I like, I think I like the horror ones because it's like, yeah, look at that lion. He's fucking loving this. He's just getting to rip that carcass to pieces. <laughs> That's our roar episode, which is amazing. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Roar. roar Bobby, have you guys done Roar? Yeah. Uh Roar was done on the Grand Bin, yeah. Excellent. I was not on that episode. I had to miss that one, but I've definitely watched it. Okay. So you, you are aware of the most dangerous movie ever made. Oh yes. And Jean Labont getting uh scalped and having to get 71 stitches. <laughs> oh, insane. No, Dude. Right? Melanie Griffiths almost losing her face. <laughs> oh, but guys, we've reached the most important part of the show. <gasps> What did we learn from Shakma? What do we learn from these animals? Yes. Uh, Bobby's our guest. Would you like to go first? Uh, well, first and foremost, I, I learned a lot about uh, about LARPing, and that uh, <laughs> the first the first rule of LARPing, and people don't usually tell you this, is uh, make sure there aren't any baboons in the vicinity. <laughs> baboons hate LARPing. <laughs> they they run around, poop on everything, screaming nerds. <laughs> Absolutely, like bullies. Those baboons. Um, but, if, but as long as that's all clear, go for it. But uh, make sure you sweep real well first. There might be a baboon in the air duct, like one in the men's room. You've got to make sure. Yes. Uh, Izzy, how about you? Well, I guess off of that, uh, if you're going to LARP in an empty medical building, make sure you've euthanized all the animals you intend on euthanizing first. <laughs> like double check, take a pulse. <laughs> double tap. <laughs> also, I would honestly like to, to LARP with Roddy McDowell. I know that uh, can't happen. Babe, I've got some bad news here. <laughs> Unless we go LARPing on Ghost Adventures. Steve. Ooh. Steve, can we combine Ghost Adventures and Shockma and do Steve and Izzy review the food at haunted zoos and aquariums? Road trip, baby. <laughs> Stay tuned for our newest podcast. Uh, yeah, I, well, I learned uh, Nemesis is the Greek goddess of vengeance. It's good yeah. to know. Yeah. And uh, if you're if you're having to follow bloody footprints to find your friends, uh, be prepared. That's uh, that's all I learned. That's smart. Um, <laughs> I, I also learned uh, sometimes when you're LARPing with a baboon, it's the friends you make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. It was uh, my pleasure. I love talking about this movie, and I always love talking to you guys. Likewise. Uh, and I understand you also have a podcast? I do. My home turf is the Grind Bin Podcast. We focus on grindhouse and exploitation movies and movies related to that. Um, uh, Stephen Izzy, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, we're recently on the show talking about Rats, Night of Terror. <laughs> and uh, we'll certainly be back again soon. You guys have done, what, like eight episodes at this point? 
Yeah, something like that. Uh, hey, not just Leo Fong movies either. <laughs> absolutely, it's all in the family, man. We we all pop up on each other's shows, and it's great. So if you like if you like what Steven is here doing, you might like what I'm doing too. Oh, you definitely will. Just be prepared for more uh, three to four hour episodes. That's oh God, yeah. they go so long over in my turf. <laughs> but always, always entertaining. Every Thank time. you. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And guys, I have a Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Come join my Sticker of the Month Club. Every month I'll mail you a waterproof UV resistant vinyl sticker with my original art on it. See me post my random bullshit. See me post my pictures of my pets. Steve, how about you? Where can we find you? Oh yeah, we're everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies, where you can accept directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. Love when they do that. Right? Uh, also, every other Saturday, if you want to enjoy our Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future watch party, uh, we're doing that. Uh, I'm not sure when the next one is, but like I said, it's every other Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Just uh, hit us up at EILF Movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. We'll get you on that watch list. We're going to watch this incredible 1987 Canadian post-apocalyptic children's show. Um, Guys, it's fantastic. It's way ahead of its time. It's definitely not a kid's show, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Although Steve watched it as a child. Oh, yeah. And I turned out just okay. (laughs) (laughs) Decent all things considered. That's right. Uh, So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Bobby. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.